Welcome everybody to the Four Outdoorsman. My name is Steve Strasinski, Sam Offidal, Mark Lukey, Brandon Backstrom, and Aaron, what's his name? Trost. What's his last name? Trost. He's the intern who's going to be uh, taking over for Brandon when Brandon goes up to the next level. He'll be going to New York <laughs> City uh, being the engineer for, who's the guy who just died? The, uh, um, the big commentary guy that was such so controversial. He had a big show. What was his name? Uh, heavy guy. Uh, Rush Limbaugh? Yeah, Rush Limbaugh. <laughs> Rush Limbaugh. Rush Limbaugh. But, uh, no, welcome, everybody. It's been uh, a lot of fun doing this show for the last eight years, thanks to our sponsors, of course, and we will talk more about them as we go along here. But right now we got to talk about the weather. It sucks. That's all there it is does. to it. It does. It's been terrible for about <laughs> five straight weeks. How did your how did your baseball go? I know you missed about eight practices, and, and uh, that's, out, that's outdoors. We can talk about that. Yeah, it's, um, so we've had about three weeks of canceled practices. Uh, Sam can relate as well. We had... One of my son canceled game on Saturday, but Nick played his first game as coach pitch, and so that was fun uh, to see. It was his first ever coach or first ever kid pitch game. Yeah. So it's how do you do? He did well. He did. He pitched really well. He got a couple hits. He got an RBI. So it's it's gonna be a fun year. It's just uh, you know, kids are learning. Right? I went I went to the cabin. I, I did a couple of Twins games, of course, and that was a lot of fun. They're on. That, they won seven or eight in a row when I was at the ballpark, and they lost the first one in Tampa, I think is where they are. But uh, uh, that's been a lot of fun. And watching they went nine them. to one today or something like yeah, that. Yeah, they scored five runs the first inning. I don't know how it happened, but uh, good for them. And uh, But that's not outdoors. They're playing inside that stupid building. You know, I was Tropicana telling, I was, Field. I was telling Sam, there's a, uh, I'm, a, I'm a baseball guy. I have been my entire life. And uh, the starting center fielder for Tampa Bay – is apparently he's a he's an MVP not an MVP but a, he a Gold Glove and he had good batting average he's a good home run hitter the whole ball of wax right this is this is this this sign of never giving up he was drafted in the thirty first round the four hundred ninety first player to be drafted out of college that and he hung in there and look what he's going on doing right wow. now that's that's pretty cool that's pretty cool that's but, like Brady uh, he was sixth round draft pick seventh or seventh isn't mm-hmm. that crazy yeah. He's, these guys can't know it all. Who knows what's going on? Right. But are you excited about the, the Vikings' first draft choice? Huh? I, hey, I, I didn't really understand it. I'm a Packers fan, but so I So what I, they I do is they, like, pick a player. <laughs> no, no, no. You know, they get the I number. Get I get that part. Yeah. It's confusing. They yeah, traded yeah, down, do. like, three times. Yeah, it was right? smart. It was smart, but they didn't seem like they were getting a lot more picks. So it's just like they kept moving back and moving back. Yeah. I mean, did they – trying to get a ton of seventh rounders or what well i think it was uh numbers you know but if you look at it like when he um when quasi traded that first pick to move back um to 32 i believe it was mm-hmm. um if you look at what we traded versus like what we got like pick for pick i mean he he looked like a genius but like we with, must have gotten more than one yeah i mean we would trade player, and yeah. we'd get a couple more picks and then I mean, all it was the most trades we've ever done. It was like he did six or seven trades, yeah. and the players we got are studs. So, I mean, if you look at it after the picks were made, and, and we did trade up for some too, um, for that Booth Jr. out of, uh, I believe it was Clemson. He's a defensive back. I but, follow I follow football in August. That's when I'll start thinking about the Minnesota Vikings or even the Gophers. You know, I'm just – this, I don't see this stuff almost interests me more than the game sometimes. Really? Just getting really into like the actual team makeup and stuff and building. I love that. Yeah, I, I do too. I, I I was definitely into it. I watched it. Uh, 
we went to a wedding Friday night, and at the reception, I had it on my phone. I had it propped up. Oh, you didn't get yelled at for that? <laughs> no. Oh, man, I would have got yelled at. Here's one of the things. From my I'd... wife, you mean? No, not from my wife. From my parents, probably. Oh, no, they weren't there. The money in professional sports is what bothers me as much as anything else. They're all way overplayed. Paid to play a game that they would pay play for a hundred grand a year if they could. You know right. what I'm talking about? Instead of working in a boxcar like I did for 13 years at Fisher Nut Company and making 14 bucks an hour. But this kind of stuff drives me crazy. Not only the pros but college as well. Uh, Zimmer, of course, at the age of 65, got fired last year, and uh, but he'll sit out this season while collecting his eight million dollars that the Minnesota Vikings still owe him for not working. Eight million dollars. I wouldn't work. I'd, I'd go play golf. I don't think like I would, but it's, it's stupid. Yeah, it's crazy. It's it is crazy the well, amount of money they do the make. It's the same for like CEOs and stuff, too. It's like, yeah, Bob, whatever got fired, he gets $40 million severance package yeah. for being bad at his job. Yeah. It's yeah. like, whoa. Yeah, no, the the compensation is is very, very crazy that these professional athletes get. But uh, Hey, speaking of sports, and this is an outside sport for the four outdoorsmen again. And then thanks. we're going to talk outdoors, okay, we're so gonna, hang this, on. This is outdoors. Now, did you hear about the new golf courses being built in the western suburbs someplace? No. Just saw this in the morning paper. Uh, let's see here. The first tw- They're only going to have 100 members. 100 members. The first 20 members who agree to join will pay $100,000. They already have those. The next twenty will pay one hundred twenty thousand. The next twenty will pay one forty, up to one hundred eighty thousand dollars to get to their hundred hundred players, whatever it is. Each member can only play one hundred rounds per year, and if a member plays twenty five rounds and has three guests, that's his hundred round limit. And uh, let's see, about forty members. Some have already committed, and they're all expected to be from Minnesota. The rest are uh, most are expected from Minnesota. Some are from around the country. Can you picture that to play? 100 rounds a year max. That's a lot. That's a ton of golf in Minnesota. No, no, no. If you in got, Minnesota, that's a ton of. There's not that much time. Oh, there's guys. But if you bring someone, that. that's yeah. You're gonna. You're not gonna golf that by yourself. You're gonna bring guests all the time. Yeah. yeah so that's then true. you play just 25 rounds to play. Cost you, and that's just the membership fee, the joining fee, not the membership monthly thing or the annual thing. That's a hundred thousand dollars, two hundred thousand dollars almost to join the club. Wow. Hmm. And they, and they only have a hundred members. How do they make that work? Yeah, I don't know. That's yeah. crazy. I'm not going to join. You, you're gonna... <laughs> you were thinking about it. I was though? thinking about it. Thinking about it. Get in yeah. right away, so it's yeah. only hundred grand. Yeah, and we'll be two of your three guests. All right. What's new in the That's sports? Not... What's new in the DNR stuff? Well, there's all sorts of DNR stuff. We can go over my turkey hunting woes again. I went out again. Year eight of me not shooting. A turkey. I didn't know that again. Yeah. yeah, I went out last Tuesday. Saw turkeys everywhere. Saw Jake. Saw hens. Heard a gobbler. Just could not call him in. I. Uh, Feeling bad about myself. I'm starting to think I'm not very good at this hunting thing. Um, you don't sound very good. It's <laughs> <laughs> about that. But, but then uh, I was talking with Travis. He's like, you know, I've I've heard the worst calls in my life. I've heard were f- actual hens. Like, he's like, don't don't stress over calls that much because, like, remember when Ralph Duran was on last week and he's like, I've heard a one call back to a car horn. You yeah, know what I mean? Right. So yeah. it's yeah. like, yeah, I don't know. He's yeah. trying to make me feel better, probably, but. Um, so is, is your deer, is your uh, uh, turkey hunting season done for 2022? Well, I'm gonna go back in two weeks. <clears throat> yep. It opens again if you still have an open tag. So if you don't if you don't have a successful hunt in the first few weeks, like A, B, C, or D, you get E and F open. Mm. So you get like a couple more, or just F. Sorry, but it's like two and a half weeks opposed to one week. So that's what is it? You get to hunt on, like on one acre up near Ely or something, or where do you yeah. go? Any place? Is it all public land? What do you? I don't know. Any place. They open it up this year. Where it's 
pretty much anywhere. Well, what's the problem, Mark? Is everyone else is getting turkeys and reading about it all the time? That's Did, a, that's the problem with social media is because all you see is success. <laughs> that's the same thing with your buddies who bet with a bookie. All you hear about the times <laughs> yeah. they win, right? So as I'm scrolling Facebook, every person I know that that hunts is you know has a big beautiful bird, and so that makes it worse. But um, I enjoy myself. I had a great time. It was beautiful out the one night. I'm selective, so I go on the nice days. The yeah. two ni- the two nice days in the last month I've been hunting, but. Um, I'm still confident I'm going to get one. Well, this next weekend is Take Your Mother Fishing Day. Are you guys going to do that? It's free. No. You know, it's free. Um, I will Saturday not, and Sunday. Um, because I will be at the Minnesota Bound Crappie Contests this Saturday at Lord Fletcher's. Um, sign up. Go down to Lord Fletcher's. Win a ATV from Power Lodge and a trailer. They added a trailer. We have hundreds of rods. We have hundreds of gift cards. We have all sorts of stuff. So... Come down so, there. So Power Lodge, one of our great sponsors, yeah. is donating an ATV as yes. a door prize. Yep, a CF wow. Moto uh, 600 Sportsman Edition. Beautiful ATV. It's valued over $10,000. Good for them. And you get a trailer from Illumin Trailers, and um, almost everyone that walks across the stage gets a prize. We're a little – like, weather is the biggest factor of this thing, right? Oh, sure. It's like if it's a beautiful day, there'll be 2,000 people. If it's raining, crappy – Maybe 500, but um, yeah, so that's nerve-wracking. What do you guys normally raise on an event like this, and where does the money go? So it all goes to Fishing for Life. So all the ticket sales and raffles and everything go to an organization called Fishing for Life. Tom Grittich, he's been on a bunch of times. Um, Everyone in the Twin Cities knows him. But um, So all the ticket sales go to that. Speaking of those tournaments, let's talk a little bit about our first guest who's going to be on at 620, who is Corey Waller. He's with Dick. Wiley, I think it is. It's the St. Jude's Bass Classic. And uh, that's coming up this next weekend as well. So Corey's going to be talking about that. That's big time, boy. That's, that's someplace down in Wabasha, Minnesota, which is a very nice part of the state of Minnesota. Where is Wabasha? Uh, maybe two hours south, almost straight south. I've only been down there once, but they've got this beautiful eagle building. You know, they have, like, seminars and all kinds mm-hmm. of displays and all of that. A lot of people go down in that area to watch the wheel, uh, the Eagles all year long, as a matter of fact. But it's a lot of nesting down there. It's a beautiful part of the world, Wabasha, Minnesota. Yeah. Oh, I wanted to mention that uh, Real Talk is going to have Governor Walls on next to talk legislation, all sorts of things. So um, they reached out to promote that. So that's that's a pretty big deal. How come How come they can get Governor Walls? We can't get the mayor of Ramsey. <laughs> No, we had no. Governor Walls on. Did we really? I could probably get you Scott Jensen. Yeah. He's the uh, GOP. Yeah, I like Scott contender. Jensen. And uh, what about Matt Burke? Isn't that Matt Burke his guy? I'll see what I can do. I could get Matt Burke. Could you get there you Matt, go. Sam's got a connection. Could you get Matt Burke on, really? Yeah. Let's do it. It's I'm very doable. Let's just go all politics for the next <laughs> six months. The listeners will love that. <laughs> <laughs> no, let's do it. So, yeah, tune in for uh, Governor Walls on next on Real Talk. Hey, we had our first couple of drownings, unfortunately, yesterday in, in Big Marine in, in uh, the Stillwater area. Yesterday. Uh, two, the day before yesterday. Two guys went out in a boat, no life jackets, and tipped over, gone. And I'm guessing the water temperature, hypothermia must hit in a flash. The water temperature can't be more than 40 degrees. Where, where was this? Big Marine, just north of Stillwater. Oh, wow. There. Yeah. And I didn't I hear about that. Yeah. And I don't know if they were fishing or were they just trying out the motor or whatever it is. And I'm guessing they had no life jackets on because they went to the bottom and, and uh, took them about a day to find these guys. Ugh. Isn't that something? It's horrible. Yeah. And it's just, uh, just makes sense. You might have uh, been really cold, but with life jackets, 
Uh, you're going to hang in there for quite some while, quite a while, I think. Yeah. That's, oh, yeah. That's unfortunate. You hear these stories, and that's just the beginning, I think. But uh, it's unfortunate. It's unfortunate. So prayers for their family. Go ahead. I was going to say, uh, I saw something pretty cool. I was putting in a couple trails this week and came across about, I don't know, it was probably 14 or 15 eggs. Oh, yeah. Uh, behind a tree. And I was like, man, what are those? So I, I went and looked at them, and, you know, they were, like, a little bit bigger than a chicken egg. They were white, but then they had these brown speckles. So I looked it up, and they're turkey eggs. Oh, I thought they were plastic Easter eggs that someone didn't find or something. No. no wasn't that it? And, man, did they scramble well. <laughs> but uh, anyway, so I, I did a little research. It's kind of cool. So a hen will lay one egg a day, and she could lay up to 18 eggs. So 18 days worth of eggs, right? Um, and they will all hatch the same day. Well, that's Weird. crazy. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. So the, she'll she'll leave the eggs until she knows that her last one has been laid, and then she'll sit on them until they hatch. And it's very dangerous because like they're she's going to be roosting on the ground right with predators. But I thought it was really cool. It's a hundred yards from my house, so I took the kids out and showed them, and um, she dug a little hole and just plopping eggs down. But I thought it was so crazy that. They'll all hatch in the same day. I can't believe they haven't been disturbed by predators yet. I and don't they, care if it's... And if you it's, saw the picture. They were, like, they weren't hidden. I know it. And now, they were right off that pond. Raccoons go crazy for that stuff. Yeah. Well, turkeys roost in trees. Why would they... But they don't have nests in trees. They don't have nests. So that's why it's on the ground, because they need to build a nest for it. But like when you're turkey hunting, the hens are out all day running around. They just leave their eggs just sitting yeah, there? Yeah, until, until she's laid that last one, and then she'll sit on them. That's, that's so weird. Yeah, you should it, put a camera on it. That's what I was I was gonna do is because it's and she did it in a weird spot too. It's right by my ponds. You know, you know that little island pot of trees I have with that old stand. Yeah. It's right there. Yeah. Like it's in, right in the open of those. I thought at first like are these duck or goose eggs? You know, because it's right by those ponds. Yeah. But no turkey. That would be. I'm surprised that they're laying them so late as well. I thought, aren't they done by now? I know nothing about gestation periods and things of turkeys. I think but, they're uh, kind of like still in it, you know, because I, I, they say like if a Tom or a Jake is with 30 hens, he'll breed them all. Yeah. Um, it's Lucky. funny. I <laughs> I have a picture of of a Tom breeding a hen. So now I have the eggs. So it's like I just I feel like kind of like the Godfather. <laughs> you know, I watched the breeding happen. Now yeah. I'm seeing the birth. Like, yeah. Yeah. I feel like I should take one of the eggs and call it my own. Are you going to be invited to the when they give birth and, yeah. and <laughs> pull <laughs> them out by the legs, whatever it is, when they yeah. get stuck? And, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Shouldn't you just? I'll steal, be cutting like, the cords. Yeah. Steal two or three of them and just try to raise them. Like I should. Your house. Turkeys. I thought you were going to say eat them. Well, that too. Um, no, I I thought about that. Like, what would it take if I had to like take a couple of them and that way I'll domesticate some really big toms so mark can shoot one i'll bring <laughs> yeah. it out there I'm like all right in, in get garage, out there buddy yeah, yeah. <laughs> ty floss he was like just we know that taking we know that taking the eggs out of the nest are, is not the right thing to do no. but, but is it illegal you think I, I bet it is i bet it is yeah yeah i bet it is i, I mean i i thought about it because you can go and buy like turkey chicks like you can mm-hmm. you can go like to, domestic farm yeah ones. you can go yeah. Like ducks. Yeah. They're different. They're like domesticated, right? Yeah. And uh, so I was like, man, what if I did take up? But I didn't. Oh, boy. Or I, peacocks like your son has. You yeah, he's peacock? got a couple of them out there still. Yeah. My son, Mike, has a couple of cocktails. He and Erica. Cocktails. cocktails yeah. <laughs> I hope not. Peacocks. Yeah. Who like cocktails? Yeah. That's funny. Um, I'm just talking about, I can't wait till nine o'clock when I get home. Right. Mark, Mark's got a couple of shout outs. All right, thanks everyone for writing in uh, the Four Doorsman shout out. All you have to do is comment on our posts, and we'll try to read it every air, 
or every week. Uh, first one is Steve Renneberg. Ice is deteriorating fast in the Ely area. Hope to get out uh, one last time. I'm hitting Seymour and it's not working. One last time, anyway. So yeah, maybe he put that and it's like a joke. I saw, yeah. <laughs> yeah, what yeah, happened yeah. to him? <laughs> he's Did he get dummy. out that last time? He's, he's go dummy. That's funny. Um, yeah, we'll see. Hopefully, that everyone will have open water for opener. It's going to be close, probably up north. But uh, I was reading in the outdoor news about that, how they expect it to be open unless we give a real cold snap. Well, I but. tell you, what, that's, that's there's two feet up there. I can't picture two feet going in two weeks. Do you guys I, ever feel like that? This is the same thoughts every year. Yeah. It's kind of like the Vikings fan thinks this is our year. We're going to win the Super Bowl. Yeah. It's like, uh-huh. is the ice going to be off? Like, and it, it's always off. It's just what, like what old people like me like talking about. And what people yeah, don't understand, like what people don't understand who are listening today, this show was done last year. We're not even here. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same old crap, you know? <laughs> um, let's see what else we have. We have uh, Twin Cities Wall is Unlimited. Great group says, hope everyone was able to get out on the water this weekend. Looking forward to Thursday night meeting with Joel Nelson, talking spring walleye tactics, Q&A for the student anglers fishing the Mille Lacs walleye tournament in June, and a high from Corey Bechtold, who can, keeps slaying them with uh, coal, looks like. Cool. So thank you, everyone, for writing in, and uh, we appreciate it. We have uh, a little sad news. Did you hear about the DNR Eagle Cam? You know, they no. do it uh, every year. 75 feet up in the air, and apparently, apparently the because there's so much water and all that, there's 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 not a whole lot of f- grain and food out there and all that kind of stuff. And so the somehow, for some reason, the male eagle has not been around to deliver a bunch of stuff to the nest. And so when mom comes He's back... He's at the Cheesecake Factory. These, these, kids, these, kid, these kids are fighting with each other. There's two eagles in there. One said, screw you, and pushed the other one out. 75 feet, and the eagle died. Oh, oh. Yeah, yeah. The so eagle it, has landed? The eagle has landed, Ooh, yeah. Too soon. Uh, oh, that's unfortunate. That's a I sad saw. A, I saw a quick picture of an eagle that uh, brought up a coyote pup. Did you guys see wow. that? No, that's cool. I'll find it and show you guys. Nice. That's cool. Yeah. Hey, let's get ready, huh? I'm uh, going to talk to uh, Corey Waller here in a couple of seconds here, and Corey Waller is going to talk about the Dick Hiley St. Jude Bass Classic that's taking place this coming weekend. The four outdoorsmen, just average guys that love to hunt and fish and chew the fat on Bob Outdoors. We all know there are a lot of hard water fans out there, and you'd ice fish every day if you could. Sam here. I prefer sunshine, 70 degrees, sight fishing for panfish, or trolling for walleyes. And if you're like me, it's not too early to plan your trip for the opener to Devil's Lake, North Dakota. Wait a second. There's no opener on Devils. Walleye season is open 12 months a year, 24 hours a day. You can keep five a day, 10 in possession, and there's no slot limit. Devil's Lake, a fisherman's paradise. Check out devilslakemd.com. Dezeal Heating and Air Conditioning has let the dogs out. And their two-fur deal is back. If your furnace and air conditioner are over 10 years old, they could roll over and break down. Let Dezeal help you fetch a free air conditioner with their two-fur deal. For a limited time, when you purchase a furnace, you get a free AC unit with a free UV package. Dezeal Heating and AC, serving Wright County and the West Metro. Details online at DezealHVAC.com. That's D-E-Z-I-E-L-HVAC.com. 
Blackfish Gear has the apparel you need for all of your outdoor adventures. From rain gear with industry-leading fabric technology to ensure you stay dry in the wettest conditions, to UPF sun protection apparel that keeps you cool and your skin protected on the hottest days. And for those cool and blustery days, our soft shell gear will keep you warm and comfortable with a combination of premium fleece and a windproof and weather-resistant outer layer. You can't choose the weather, but you can choose how to dress for it. Choose Blackfish Gear. Learn more at blackfishgear.com. Looking for the perfect northern Minnesota family summer vacation? Then you must check out Balsam Beach Resort and RV Camp just south of Bemidji. The fishing on Lake Plantagenet is great, but the emphasis here is family. The cabins are beautiful yet rustic. The grounds perfectly maintained. The beautiful pool is heated, and there are plenty of water toys to keep the kids smiling all day long. See for yourself why many guests return year after year, the four outdoorsmen included. Visit balsambeachresort.com. Tired of power sport dealers not having what you want? Sick of supply chain issues excuse? Power Lodge currently has the largest inventory of CF Moto ATVs, UTVs, and side-by-sides in stock in Minnesota. The 2022 CF Moto lineup is better than ever and comes stocked with lots of great accessories like winches, roofs, USB charging ports, handguards, and more. Work smarter and play harder with CF Moto. Stop by Power Lodge in Ramsey or Onamia to see why CF Moto is the fastest growing brand in the power sports industry. Jeff Jones here from the No Repeat Workday, and we are doing the Summer Walleye Connection again, July 3rd through the 6th, and I want you to come join me. Ballard's Resort had so many people reach out interested in the Bob FM Summer Walleye Connection, they opened a few more spots on the bus. But I don't know how much longer they're going to last. Call 218-634-1849 or go to mybobcountry.com for more info and to sign up. Three nights lodging, two days guided fishing, and that includes all your meals, rods, reels, bait, tackle. you got to come with me to Ballard's Resort on Lake of the Woods this summer. Fishing friends. Got a walleye problem? Need to fix it? Q Lake Lodge, Manitoba's premier drive-to fishing paradise, can help. Surround yourself in total wilderness and experience the walleye trip of a lifetime. Q Lake Lodge, legendary catching plus family fishing fun, where the price is right and it's all close by for you to enjoy. Check us out at qlakelodge.com. Again, that's qlakelodge.com. Susan, I'm sorry I'm late. Traffic is terrible. It sure is. But on top of that, gas prices have been skyrocketing. I can't believe how expensive gas has gotten recently. Prices at the pump are up, but I never pay full price for gas anymore. I just use the free Upside app that pays you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get paid cash when you buy gas with the Upside app? Yes, I get real cash back every time I buy gas. And does that actually add up to anything? I've made around $200. Wow, that's serious extra cash. I'm downloading the free Upside app now. Download the free Upside app now to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code START for a $5 bonus on your first tank. That's promo code START. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, to PayPal, or an e-gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code START for a $5 bonus on your first tank. That's code START for a $5 bonus. Get tickets to Twin Cities Spring Babies in Brooklyn Park for half off at DealsOnRadio.com. Get up close and personal with baby goats, sheep, ducklings, chicks, and more. Twin Cities Spring Babies is open weekends until Mother's Day. Deals on Radio. Total Country Bob FM. Hey, we're all set, you guys. Welcome back to the Four Outdoors. We've got one heck of a guest coming up right now. 
Is Aaron in the studio there right He's now? Coming right He's now. coming over to you guys. I didn't know what you were trying to do. Well, I guess. Uh, I guess we got to wait for Aaron. Well, Aaron's uh, here. here. Aaron's I'm here. here. <laughs> I was going to say, since this is your guy. Yes. Introduce him. Bring right. him in. Bring him in. This is Corey Waller. He's from Welch, Minnesota. I've known Corey for a number of years. We went to church together for quite a few years and have enjoyed talking fishing and hunting. He's super knowledgeable about fishing. Uh, it's very passionate about St. Jude. Does a lot with them. Um, yeah. How's it going, Corey? It's going good. Good to hear from you, bud. Appreciate it. Yeah. Well, keep it going, pal. Keep it going. I'm, I'm gonna have a. I'm drinking my cocoa here. This You're is the your radio guy. pro here. This, Come this on, is your, this his, is your guy. His sugar-free cocoa. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, well, so when is the St. Jude Classic coming up here? Uh, it's actually coming up uh, this coming weekend. So uh, we'll everybody will kind of start pre-fishing. I heard there's quite a few bass boats out running around today in this wonderful weather, but uh, start pre-fishing this week and then. Uh, Fridays are kind of pre-tournament meeting and the actual tournaments on Saturday and Sunday. Awesome. Could you tell us a little bit about, uh, like the past times that, uh, this has happened? Uh, this is actually our 24th year of the tournament. So we've been, been around a good bit of time and, uh, yeah, it's, it's just kind of one of those deals where, you know, back in the day they started a bunch of guys from uh, local bass fishing club got together and wanted to find a way to raise a little money for the charity and you know first year we raised about five thousand dollars and 2018 we raised like six hundred and sixty thousand dollars that year and we're on we're on pace to break uh we're on pace to break 600 again this year wow. um it's just a great charity and takes care of the kids and uh pulls at your heartstrings for sure when you see what those kids have to go through but uh st jude's an incredible charity and and yeah it's uh it's really a good time Hey, Corey Strewman here. Thanks for being on the 4 Outdoorsman. We're talking about uh, Corey Waller and the Dick Hiley St. Jude Bass Classic. Who was Dick Hiley? Uh, Dick Hiley was one of our founding members. Uh, he passed away a few years ago. And, uh, um, yeah, it was originally the just the St. Jude Bass Classic. And, you know, in uh, in remembrance of him and uh, in reverence for, for everything that he did uh, to get the tournament started, uh, it's now his, uh, it's his namesake. Uh, okay, go ahead, Mark. Corey, it's uh, Mark Lukey, one of the other hosts here, and thank you for all you, all you do and um, being a part of this organization. I'm 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 curious about the fishing part of it. So it's a bass tournament. This is awfully early in the year, um, but it's on the Mississippi. Obviously, what? How do you target bass on the Mississippi this time of year? Uh, you know, it kind of depends on the spring, but uh, you know, you know us bass fishing guys, we're we're been itching to get at it for a long time, and. <laughs> This has always just kind of been uh, since you can fish early on the border water since there's no close season. Uh-huh. There's really no other opportunity to get out and, and chase them in the tournament setting. So that's kind of been our little niche is we kind of have been able to pull people from all over the state, all over Wisconsin, Iowa, north, south Dakota, even down south. We've had we've had people come from Tennessee and that kind of thing just, just to be able to get after them. But you know, this time of year, especially this year, you know, I'm sure it's going to be some cold water pre-spawn smallmouth and, and that kind of deal. But, uh, you know, there'll be guys that catch plenty of largemouth, and you'd be surprised how shallow you find some of those fish. You know, I'll tell you what, in 1999, I think what I read is you guys raised about 11 grand, give or take, 24 years. Now, listen to this, folks. This is cr- crazy. 
you guys have raised about $5 million in the last 24 years for the kids of St. Jude's. That, that is absolutely an amazing number. How did you get involved in this? What, what is your connection to, the, to St. Jude's? Um, you know, I'm, I'm on the committee, been on the committee for quite a few years and, uh, and kind of help, help everybody put things together. But, you know, for, for us, the way, the way that, uh, we kind of set it up, each tournament team is kind of, uh, charged with going out and trying to raise money for, for the charity. So we have about 75 teams that fish the tournament every year. And, uh, you know, there's guys that have pancake breakfasts or we do a meat raffle and, and, uh, there's guys that put big banquets or fish fries or, you know, just do letter writing campaigns and that kind of thing. And we all put our money together and, and let the chips fall where they fall. And we've been averaging over half a million dollars for, for a couple of years. And, and now this year we're certainly poised to, to break the 600 again. boy. Now we are, we are past the deadline for anyone to register to fish. Am I correct? Yes, that okay. is correct. But someone who's listening to this show sure can donate some money somehow, sponsor or something like that. To help you guys raise a lot of money for St. Jude's, how do they do that? Uh, the best way would be through our, our Facebook page. You go to the Dick Highly St. Jude Bass Classic uh, Facebook page, or you can always go to uh, stjude.org, and uh, you can click. There's several ways to, to get involved and donate and that kind of stuff through either one of those. We're always looking for help on the committee. We're always looking for help, you know, tournament day and that kind of stuff. we got some pretty unbelievable things that are going to be happening this year, and uh, yeah, or you can just reach out to me. Reach out to me on Facebook, or um, I can point you in the right direction for sure. Yeah, if you just go to the St. Jude's Bass Classic or the Dick Highly St. Jude's Bass Classic, you'll see all the information about fundraising and events they're doing and all of that to raise a lot of money for the kids of St. Jude's. Um, let me ask you a very, very important question. Did you ever think that Aaron would be a radio star? Oh, absolutely! This guy's got more talent than than most people I know. You should see him. Man. He's he's always playing a playing the fiddle. Or I heard you guys one one week saying, "Oh, all he needs is a fiddle player," and we got. I'm like, "Well, you got one right there, Aaron. You can let her rip." You know, we didn't but, know that. Yeah, I'll, I'll bring it in someday. Do that. We didn't know that. <laughs> Good for you. Good for you. What? Uh, how many people are involved in running this tournament? I know that Elizabeth and Joe Hall are the co-chairs this year. Do they change co-chairpersons every year as well? Uh, no. I was the chairman for probably uh, 10 years. Um, and then prior to that, we had uh, Dick Dorman was the chairman. It's just kind of one of those things where, you know, you do it for a while and then, you know, kind of life change or that kind of thing. We got two grandkids and that now. So it just kind of, for me, was time to pass the tor- torch and, Joe and Liz are doing an incredible job and uh, really kind of taking the tournament to the next level. And, uh, yeah, we've got a great committee of people, and everybody works real hard and has a heart for the charity. And when you guys are on the boat uh, Saturday and Sunday catching those bass for the St. Jude's Classic, you have to. I'm working the Twins game, so both days. So turn on the Twins ball game, and uh, I'll give you a shout-out at the ballpark. But uh, I was going to ask you this. Oh, I'll tell you what, the payout is very, very interesting. I know the entry fee is about 400 bucks. But the payout system, explain the payout structure, how people benefit depending on how much money they raise for the charity event. Well, us bass fishermen, we're kind of like half redneck and half NASCAR drivers, so everybody wants to be uh, first in the spot and fast boats and that kind of stuff. So depending on how much money you raise, that determines your takeoff order the morning of day one. 
So they, everybody tries to raise as much money as they can to kind of scooch themselves in that takeoff order. And home you have to raise is five hundred the normal payout. If you raise fifteen hundred dollars and you cast a check, you get one and a half times your money. If you raise five thousand dollars, that puts you in. If you win first place, you get twenty thousand dollars for first place. And uh, we have yet since we started doing that. Uh, not have the person that won the tournament cash the twenty thousand dollar check. So it's happened every year. You're saying, or it's Absolutely. never. It's never. Ha- yep. Really? So, well, that's yep. impressive. And, yep. So every year, the team won the tournament has raised at least five thousand dollars for the kids at, at St. Jude, and that really has become the benchmark now. Most guys are trying to trying to push hard to for sure get that fifteen hundred dollar one and a half times your money. And uh, but the guys are pushing real hard to get that five thousand dollar donation, and then that puts them in for the. If you win, then you get twenty thousand. You know, this is such a big, big, big event. Dick Hiley, St. Jude Bass Classic in Wabasha, Minnesota, this next weekend coming up here. When do you start preparing for the next year's tournament? Uh, we usually we usually give ourselves a month or two off, but usually probably by August for sure. We're we're gearing up and getting ready for next year starting to kind of pre-plan and figure out what new things are we're going to try to push the envelope, you know. So it's uh, it's it's great. You know, we, everybody works real hard. And, uh, you know, I've had the opportunity to go down to the hospital and tour the hospital. And let me tell you, if you ever get a chance to do it, you just have to do it because it literally life. And it definitely gives you a lot of drive, and we work real hard to make it a successful tournament and a successful uh, donation for the kids at St. Jude. What city is the is the um, is St. Jude's Hospital in? It's Memphis, Tennessee. I say it again, please. Memphis, Tennessee. Okay. What isn't there a football game played there every year? A, a college football game or something where the kids who can look That's out the window. That's not the same thing. Well, I'm, don't. I'm just. I'm asking a good question. <laughs> There's some football game where the kids who are in some situation like that, and you know, I'm just asking. That's you know, the Iowa Hawkeyes. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm just asking anyway. Uh, but I did have another serious question about. It. I'm trying to think of what it was. Someone talk. I got to think about this. St. Jude's. Do you know, so, oh, I know what it is. Go ahead, Mark. St. Jude's. They don't charge anything. Correct. Is that how St. Jude's works? It's all donations. Yeah. And can you talk yeah, a little it, bit about St. Jude itself? I can. Yeah. It is. It literally is. And it, the most incredible charity that I've ever been around, 97 cents of every dollar donated to St. Jude goes to research. And they're one of the only, they're one of the only charities out there that, that can that, that percentage of the money that they take in go directly to the charity. The cool thing is anything that, any cost that you might incur is 100% paid for by the charity. If you're, if, Anything that your insurance doesn't cover, they take care of completely. So that can be travel expenses, food, lodging. You know, they have uh, one parent come down with the with the child. Let's say you get a kid in, you know, Oregon, and then he has to get figure out a way to get to Memphis, Tennessee. Don't worry about it. They take care of it all. Oh, I tell you what, that's really amazing. You guys don't know who Danny Thomas is. I don't think I, I watched him on television in the 1950s, long before you were born. And he's the one that he's the one that started the St. Jude's uh, Foundation and all the hospital, those kind of things. And uh, uh, are you personally touched by someone or involved with someone or had a relationship with somebody who had to use the St. Jude's facilities? You know, 
prior to me getting into the tournament, um, no, I would say I, I wasn't. But um, since then, I've been able to meet and contact several several people that have had children down at at the hospital. And, you know, they'll all say the same thing, like, what would you do? What would you sell? What would you get rid of? What would what would you do to to make sure that your child has the greatest chance to live through this dark time in their lives? You know, most people their houses sell every possession that they have. And because of how well St. Jude does with making sure to take care of all of those expenses, you know, it just takes a, uh, that little tiny bit of pressure off the family to be able to be able to concentrate on the, the welfare of their child. And, and I'm telling you, people, people that I've met that have had their kids down at the hospital and some people that, that are now adults that were at the hospital, you know, they, they look on those times, you know, you don't want to say fondly because they, they certainly had to struggle through a difficult, difficult time, but they're all extremely appreciative of the charity. You know, I'll tell you what, it's a, we have three kids and 10 grandkids, and every one of them is healthy. And I thank God every day because I, and I, I see it at the Twins game all the time, how many people come with, with kids who have issues. And I, and I realize how blessed my family is. And I, I'm so thankful for what you guys do and what St. Jude's does. I'll tell you, again, we've got to wrap this up with you, but tell us how they can contact you. I know it's too late to get into the tournament. But can somebody go down there and watch and, and watch oh. the weigh-in and that kind of stuff and have a good time? There must be a dinner involved. And, again, how can they contact you? Uh, the best way, again, is to look us up through Facebook. You can find me on Facebook or the Dick Kiley St. Jude Bass Classic Facebook page. And we would encourage everybody to come down. I mean, we draw one heck of a huge crowd down there. Fun. And uh, it's, it's a lot of fun. You know, we have patient families that will get up there and speak and tell about you know, their experiences with the hospital and that kind of stuff. And sometimes there's not a dry eye in the house listening to some of these stories. But, you know, we we draw a really good crowd. We got some pretty unbelievable things. I don't wanna I don't wanna let the cat out of the bag for Saturday morning this year, but I'm telling you what, if anywhere near Wabasha or wanna take a nice drive down the river, come down six forty five Saturday morning, you're gonna see something that I've fished a few fishing tournaments and and I've watched a lot of them, and this has never been done. I know any fishing tournament at any level, including the Bassmaster Classic nationwide. So we got some pretty cool things coming, and hopefully we can make it down there. You're a blessed young man, Corey. Corey Waller, thanks for being on the Four Outdoorsman. We will put the St. Jude Bass Classic information on our website. And your buddy Aaron's going to say goodbye to you. Thanks, Corey, for coming on. Thanks, appreciate buddy. it. Yeah, we'll talk to you soon. Uh, you Thanks, take, take, appreciate take, it. Yeah, take care of yourself. That's a, that's a, a nice man. Anybody dick donates and dedicates that much to their lives, uh, that's a big deal. So uh, it's in, I, I, I'd like to go down there Saturday morning. But that's about two hours away, I think. Because I've got to be back for the ball game. I just couldn't do it. But I'd love to see what he's talking about. You could be there at 645. I could. I can sleep down there on uh, Friday night or something like that. But uh, I was just going to say thanks to Aaron for getting that. It's a yeah, great guest right there. Great. I'd love to, we'd love to follow up with him, too, and see how it Definitely. went. And we got to hear what that surprise we was. We do have to I hear what that surprise I hate the type of tease. I have an idea. Like, I bet I know, but I don't want to ruin uh, it. Uh, you know, I'll tell if, you guys off air. If, Ooh. Uh, if, we have, if we go to something like that and, and they have somebody, a family who's involved with St. Jude's or has been involved with St. Jude's, I'd be crying the entire time. I, cried, I was just thinking. Yes. I cry at TV commercials. You know, it's uh, a. <laughs> yeah. But. Uh, Especially that stuff. You know, you got kids yourself. I mean, we all have kids and it's, you see that stuff. And I mean, it, it's. We're going to wrap it up. Let's wrap yeah. it up. Be right back with Clint Mueller of Balsam Beach Resort and RV Park. One of our great sponsors. 
Talk to you in a couple of seconds. an extra thousand dollars. Paying bills, gas for the summer, or some extra vacation cash. If I won a thousand dollars, oh god, go on vacation somewhere, go on a shopping spree, a new wardrobe, I'd buy a new motorcycle. Whatever it is, Bob FM wants to foot the bill. Tune in Monday morning at eight to learn how you could win Bob's bankroll. A thousand dollars? That's what my house is worth. Your chance at one thousand dollars cash four times every weekday. I just won a thousand dollars. Bob FM's gonna pay off your bills with Bob's bankroll. You've heard us talking about Devil's Lake for quite a while now, and there are many, many reasons why. To think that 30 years ago, Devil's covered about 85,000 acres. Today, that same body of water is over 160,000 acres, and that story alone brings the curious to visit this wonderful place. But it's the no-slot limit on walleyes with five a day and ten a possession. That's bringing the four outdoorsmen to Devil's Lake as often as we can. Devil's Lake, North Dakota, rated one of the top five fisheries in the entire country. Visit DevilsLakeND.com, and thanks. Dezeal Heating and Air Conditioning has let the dogs out. And their two-fur deal is back. If your furnace and air conditioner are over 10 years old, they could roll over and break down. Let Dezeal help you fetch a free air conditioner with their two-fur deal. For a limited time, when you purchase a furnace, you get a free AC unit with a free UV package. Dezeal Heating and AC, serving Wright County and the West Metro. Details online at DezealHVAC.com. That's D-E-Z-I-E-L-HVAC.com. Tis the season of camping, boating, and fishing, and you don't want to be left out because your trailer's broken. Crystal Welding in Maple Grove can fix it and get you back to the outdoors. Crystal Welding offers a wide variety of services, including welding, maintenance, and repairs for all types of trailers. Crystal Welding is your one-stop shop for all of your trailer needs. Go to crystalwelding.com for more information. Crystal Welding. Solutions. Service. Results. Crystal Balsam Beach Resort is the only resort on Lake Plantagenet, and that's just five miles south of Bemidji. You know, with 2,500 acres of pristine water surrounded by pines and beautiful shoreline, you're going to find some of the best fishing northern Minnesota has to offer. Balsam Beach has been owned by Patty and Clint for about 25, 30 years, so you know they're treating their family and guests properly. Hey, they offer something for everyone from swimming to biking to hiking, a lot of daily activities, even Friday night bonfires once in a while are just relaxing in the sun. Let the simple pleasures of fresh air and sunsets do their magic at Balsam Beach Resort. What's the difference between a good net and a great net? Simple, it's all in the features. The Fortis nets by Clam Outdoors are tough, safe on fish, easy to use, and are backed by a limited time warranty, so you can count on your landing net catch after catch. Available in a wide array of options for all types of anglers, choose from various hoop shapes and sizes, handle lengths and colors. You pick the net that fits your fishing needs and style the best. Learn more at clamoutdoors.com. Mark here for my favorite power sports dealer, Power Lodge. Why do I love Power Lodge? They just donated a loaded CF Moto Seaforce 600 ATV as the grand prize for this year's Minnesota Bound Crappie Contest on Lake Minnetonka, May 7th, to benefit Fishing for Life. How cool is that? You can check out the grand prize or other models in the new lineup of CF Moto ATVs at the Power Lodge in Ramsey or Onamia. Work smarter and play harder with CF Moto. Plenty in stock and ready to ride. Total Country Bobby. 
Hey, we're back with a four outdoorsman. Thanks to uh, Corey Haller from uh, the Waller from the St. Jude's Bass Classic down in Wabasha, Minnesota this next week. And re- right now we got Clint Mueller on of Balsam Beach Resort in RV Park, just about five miles south of Bemidji. Clint, are you there, my friend? Yes, I am. How you guys doing? We're doing well. We got to ask you how you're doing with all that ice up there. Tell us, give us a report before we start talking about Balsam Beach Resort. What's the ice doing up there? Well, the ice is uh, taking its time leaving, that's for sure. I <laughs> talked to a guy about a week ago, a week and a half ago was out, and uh, full length of the auger yet on Plantagenet. Wow. Oh. Wow. But he, he said that the top probably, well, I want to say probably 10, 12 inches is frozen slush, and then there's a good probably 16, 18 inches of good solid ice under that. So, But it is starting to pull away from shore, so uh, it's going to be close on opener. Uh, you'll, get, you'll get somebody fishing from shore maybe. Go ahead, Mark. Clint, Mark here, and before we get too into this, I want to wish you a very, very happy birthday. Yeah, I heard I had a rat in the kitchen here. <laughs> Let you guys know it's my birthday today. Clint, how old are you, man? How old are you? <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> I I have to uh, say I feel like a total idiot. Your your lovely wife emailed me with, saying it was your birthday and said, don't respond to this email because he'll see it. And then I responded and said, thanks for letting me know. <laughs> so, so, yeah, I know. I was I was giggling and chuckling. I said, you you told those guys that was my birthday? And she goes, he wasn't supposed to respond. <laughs> I laughed. Hilarious. I started laughing. It was a good chuckle. I felt really, really dumb when it hit me afterwards. And I'm like, that means I wasn't supposed to respond to this email. I feel stupid. But happy, <laughs> happy birthday. Uh, May 1st, that's easy to remember. And, uh, yeah, hope you had a great day. It's crappy weather, but I hope you had a great day. Actually, you know, the weather's better than what it was, so I'm not complaining. It's raining instead of snowing. That's a positive. It's not freezing. That's good. You know, you're talking, what, um, a week and a half ago, we had uh, single-digit temps up here at night, so we were making ice instead of melting it. So, Ugh. You know, it is it is really frustrating. We have a place in Chetek, Wisconsin, and I was only there for a day, and it's raining and drizzling, and it's 45 degrees, and it's you can only do so much stuff in the house, you know. But uh, so I snuck back here to do the show, but I'll go be going back tomorrow and get my boat in. I think we got a pontoon down there as well. But uh, listen, we're talking with Clint Mueller, and he and Patty own own uh, Balsam Beach Resort and RV Park just south of Bemidji. Let's start it back with your background. We know you, and a lot of our listeners know you, but we have new listeners every day. Tell us all about your background. How did you end up getting into resort? That's that's a that's a strange transition from growing up. What did you want to be when you were a kid? Well, you know, I used to work at Bongard's Creameries down by down by North Young America, and I worked there for probably 10, 12 years, and we thought, well, let's take a stab at doing something different, and um, resort came up, and that's what we chose to do, and it's been good for us ever since. We can't complain. Well, I tell you what, that takes guts, and, and uh, you jumped off the bridge without a parachute and, and built one on the way down, and it's working out for you. And this, I talk about this in the commercials we do as well. I think it's like being a bar owner. People come to, like, Balsam Beach Resort or Cheers because of the people as well as the amenities. People go there for you as well as, if not more, than the fishing itself. And that's a compliment to both you and Patty. Well, you know, when you come the first year, we kind of get to know you. And the second year, we know you a little better. And we have people that have been coming here for, I suppose, 15, 20 years. There's been people coming here since we've owned it. And they're like family. I mean, we get invited to weddings. Uh, you know things like that with their family some are out of state some are in state but yeah it's just one big huge family you know it's always good to see them it's good to watch your kids grow up um some of our adults now bringing their kids we're like 
just little little four or five year olders, you know, years ago that I remember them coming up in diapers. It was just it's just weird how it just evolved. Wow. Go ahead, Mark. Clint, yeah, I got to tell you. So we've been partners for about three years, and I think I've stayed there twice or so. And oh, you've been there, yeah, maybe three times. Just yeah, a yeah. testament to that. I, I'm excited. I booked a whole week with my whole family and my whole in laws um, to stay with you for a week, just because we love the place. It's so nice for a family, and and I'm really excited. And you know, I work at Minnesota Bond and everything, and I know hundreds of resort owners. And uh, I chose you guys because um, you just run a great ship, and you're nice people. Well, we really appreciate that. I seen that that you're coming up in July the way it looks. I am over my birthday, so you you better Oh um, your birthday. Yeah, well, you we better can make celebrate me a your cake. birthday while you're up here, hey. <laughs> <laughs> All you gotta do is show me where the fish are and I'll be happy. Um, July should be good. I think uh, well of course water temps always depend, but typically July is July's pretty good fishing. Hey, don't be all excited about Lukey coming up in July because all of his relatives are like uh, Chevy Chase's cousin in vacation. You know, they'll be, they'll be. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. They'll, they're they're a trip. Uh, they're they're going to be emptying their RV out in the parking lot, all kinds of stuff. Yeah. No, no, they're they're Crabber good. Trevor was full. Yeah. <laughs> That's well, you know, Mark. I I think you guys got lucky because we had somebody cancel and move. I think is why that cabin opened up. Otherwise, man, it is going to be a busy summer again this summer. It's crazy what 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 people. I mean. It's just our June is book solid, and I think you. we have four open cabins in July, and the first two weeks in August is crazy. I mean, and then after that, it's kind of our shoulder season, the end of, of August, and then it kind of lightens up a little bit. But, man, I mean, the last two years with COVID, it's been – it's just crazy how people want to get out, do that family thing at the resorts, and get up to northern Minnesota. And actually, nowadays, it's, it's probably even a cheaper vacation than going to any place else with uh, fuel costs going up and airlines right. going up and all that good stuff. So. Yeah, and you still need a passport to get into COVID passport to get into Canada. It's I, it's one of the only good things that's happened in the last couple of years is people reconnecting with the outdoors and also with there's so many great Minnesota resorts uh, like yours and to see you guys filled up uh, is just incredible. So good for you. I'm glad that um, it went the right way for you guys in the last couple of years. Well, you know, a lot of the resorts that I talk to, um, most of them are doing really well the last couple of years. So I, I, it's not just me. I mean, if, if if you have a place for somebody to stay and you run a clean, decent facility, you should be busy, I would think. If you were, again, Stu Man here again, thanks for being on the Four Outdoorsman. Clint Mueller of Balsam Beach Resort and RV Park. Hey, how many how many RV uh, parking spots have you got? Are they all booked up the entire summer? I tell you what, our seasonal sites are all full, and I have a waiting list of about 50 people. And our pull-in camping, I don't have. I have maybe a day here or there um, from Labor Day past about two days, about three days after Memorial Day weekend, or from Memorial Day weekend to Labor Day, I am booked solid on camping. That's wonderful. Well, that's wonderful. Yes, it is. It is good. It's and camping's been like that the last couple of years. It's just crazy. <clears throat> Clint, this is Sam. Uh, happy birthday! You probably think it's because of COVID you're booked, but. I think it's probably because your sponsorship with the Four Outdoors in the past couple yeah, of years, exactly. And I the sure, ROI has been I, fantastic. I I sure hope so because we've been getting people coming up from some of your listeners coming up, and they're all super great people. And when we talk to them, yep. And you guys actually was it last year? You guys met some of the people that 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 heard about you, or, or or was it the year before? That was last year. I couldn't have planned it better in my life. When you 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 sell people advertising in hopes that it works, obviously. And so, yeah, I was checking in, and the guy's like, oh, hey, I'm a listener. And, and we started talking, and he said he's the reason we came up here. I'm like, wow. that Like, I couldn't have paid him to uh, make it sound better. So 
Uh, nope, thank nope. you for that plant. Super nice people. They rebook every year and they come see us. Super nice people. I That's just wonderful. Yeah. Uh, listen, let, yep. let's let's say you stayed at at Balsam Beach Resort as it is today. Your first time. Give me in in thirty seconds. What would make you come back for a second time? Are you talking to me or are you talking to somebody? Are I'm, you talking to Mark or Sam? I'm talking to you. Oh, to me. Well, definitely me and Patty. You know, that's always a positive, <laughs> you know. But I would say definitely the fishing. The fishing's always good. Location, we're just right outside of Bemidji. Um, tar Road's right to, the, right to the facility. All our cabins have soft water, central air, cable TV. Same with all our, our RV sites. Um, tons of water toys. I tell you what, we got that, that see-through kayak that hopefully if you guys come up, you can run mm-hmm. that this year. And you know what else I found? I found a pair of bumper boats. Oh, I'm going to have some bumper boats this summer. Oh, so that's we'll see cool. how, how well that goes over. Yeah, that's fun. <laughs> I don't want to bump into Mark. I'll, I'll be in the next lake. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, Clint, um, so I, I said I'm going up with my in-laws, and they're doers. They like doing stuff. So um, what other stuff in the Bemidji area as far as parks or uh, I, I golfed there last summer, and their public course was fantastic. It looked over, overlooked a lake and everything. What other some other things you could do in the area? Right, yeah, you got well. Of course, you got the golf course Bemidji. You got the local one right down the street here. You got nice golf courses in Walker, about forty minutes away. You got Itasca State Parks, another uh, about forty minutes away, which a lot of people will see that. You got the Bog Walk north of town. Uh, you got the Science Center down downtown for the kids. I, there's just there's tons of I guess I should have a list here in front of me that I could read off for you, you know. But there's just tons of things to do around the Bemidji areas. Keep everybody busy. I've I've had parents take their kids to the science center and they spent all day there on a rainy day and said we could go back there tomorrow. They just have a blast there as far as for the kids, you know, because they get to hold snakes and pet rats and all kinds of stuff. I've I don't know, but it sounds like fun. If I was a kid, I'd want to be there. <laughs> hey, Clint, we're going to let you go. Say hi to Patty for us, if you would, and thanks for being our sponsor again. Uh, we will make sure we work our butts off to get you as much business as we possibly can. Again, Sam, uh, we're going to get up there sometime this summer, the boys and I, when we'll find a day. we got to get it set up with you because you might be sold out. And uh, you'll see Mark up there in July as well and his whole family. So we're, uh, it's a kind, yep. of a, kind of a symbiotic relationship. You know what I'm talking about? Great. All right. Yep, yep. Say, Patty's, Patty's running some specials on uh, Memorial Day and Labor Day. She's running a Friday to Tuesday special, a two-bedroom for seven fifty and a three-bedroom for nine fifty. So if anybody's looking to lock in on Labor Day early or get in on some of that Memorial Day outings, I should be off definitely by then, and the fish should be biting, just saying. By the way, I was looking Great. at the site uh, yesterday or a couple of days ago, and she was promoting, someone's marketing some new clothing lines and stuff you, you sell in your little shop out there. And there was yep. a red a red shirt, like almost like a plaid shirt that was zippered that looked really, might have been a light jacket. God, it looks really, I saw, my wife saw it and she goes, you go up there, you got to get me one of those jackets, whatever it was. It's really cool. <laughs> really cool. Yeah. yeah. All right, she take care. probably two or, two or three of those plaid type. It's a shirt, a jacket, a full zip, and then she has them in red and black, I believe. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Hey, I'll tell you what, thanks for being on the Four Outdoorsman, young man. Balsam Beach uh, Resort and RV Park. We're on your side. We're going to help you out as much as we can. And it's a great place to go, and we, we love it. You take care of yourself. we got to go. Happy birthday. Yep, you, get, yep, you guys are awesome. Right, Thanks. Take care, young man. He's a nice yep. young man, isn't he? Oh, and I'll yeah. tell you what, if you're that booked, I mean, you know, obviously we do our job. We get some people up there to him, but they're doing the right thing, and they are very, very nice, genuine people. Yeah.
I'm excited. I'm excited to take the whole family. One of the things we like to emphasize is, and they like to emphasize, that this is a family. That's why I highlighted family in, in one of the spots here. It's a family spot. If you're going to go out there and want to go party, and then go up to Balsam Beach Resort. It's, it's uh, ain't, not a bar up there. You know, you can bring your own stuff and have a good time. But no one's going to get really, really crazy. You were going to say something, Mark? Oh, I was going to say, and I caught the biggest crappie of my life in open water there, just yeah. randomly. Attaboy. Like, it's known for walleyes, and we've caught some walleyes there, and it's a lot of fun. But, man, I caught a monster crappie. I don't know if I'm supposed to say that out loud or not. But What were you fishing with? Uh, just a little jig and, and uh, a gulp. Like, so, I was just fishing for panfish. Oh, you uh, were? Mm-hmm. Oh, good for and you, it, man. And it was, uh, How big was it? It was at least 15 inches long. It oh, was wow. huge. Yeah, fun. So anyway, that's that's exciting. So we got to talk about the dates. We're going to go up there. We got Devil's Lake coming up sometime this summer as well. It's interesting because Devil's Lake, pardon? We're busy. We're, we're very blessed, is what we are. Yep. What's the rest of your week going to take place? What's happening with you guys? Um, I'm going to finish up my new food plot I put in. Cool. Uh, the rains held me up a little bit, but I uh, cleared a bunch of trees and brush and brush cut it and leveled it out. Now I'm going to till it and kill it and probably start working on take my food pictures, plots. Will you? Send yeah, it will. to me. I'd like to. Uh, yeah, I love that stuff. Hey, yeah. tell, tell quickly tell the story about the the rain last year when we, did, we didn't get the rain oh, last year. Oh gosh, yeah. it's one of the favorites. most embarrassing. Yeah, stories he's ever. he's got a food plot. This guy's a college educated guy. No, he's not. But go ahead, tell him the story. This cute, real All quick. All right, so I planted. Me and my wife planted uh, sweet corn, and last year was really drought, right? No rain. So I was like, you know what? I'm gonna fill. I had like four or five 55 gallon drums. I put them in a four wheeler trailer. Went to the creek. We weren't living out there at the time, so we didn't have running water. And I was filling five gallon buckets. Filling all these gallons and i i think i put on this this food plot i felt so good about it <clears throat> i probably how, did, on, how did you spread it on the food plot did you drill holes in the bottom of the no i and, took buckets and oh, then i would you? walk down the, the rows of oh, corn oh my god i was out there all day oh and i think i collectively put about maybe five to six hundred gallons of water i'm like i just saved the crop and then i looked up uh an inch it was an inch of rain which a corn needs for an acre is 29,000 gallons. <laughs> I didn't even do anything. I wasted my you time. You gave it your best shot. Hey, thanks for listening to the Four Outdoors, everybody. Thanks to our sponsors. Tune in Co- for Governor Walls next on Real Talk. Oh, that's right. Yeah, tune in. Stay stay listening. And uh, get outside and make some memories. <laughs>